Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Okay, let's get started. Today's Amud, Mosechus Brachas, is Chaf Bezimud Bez, 22b. We're going to actually start from the Tanara Bonan on Chaf Bezimud Aleph, about 20 lines from the bottom of the page. Tanarabanan Valkeri. Now, just a brief introduction, really, because this is continuing on the theme of yesterday. Regarding a Valkeri, we know Ezra was Misakin, means a man who experienced a seminal emission. Lachari, regardless if it was voluntary, means from intercourse, or involuntary, some sort of the outside factor caused it. We'll get into more details of that momentarily, but Ezra was Misakin that a Balkari has to go to the mikvah before learning Torah. Okay. We finished yesterday with the Psak of the Gemara that Rabbi Yudah ben Becerra's shita is Ein divrei Torah mekablin tumah. Literally, it means divrei Torah can't become Tameh, which means you don't have to go to the mikvah before learning Torah. And as we'll see, we're going to paskin like this. But there are many shitas that we learned yesterday and we'll mention today who hold you do have to go to the mikvah before learning Torah. And there's different aspects of Torah, different parts of Torah, fine. But what the Gemara picks up with today, Tanra Banan, we're going to see, although Ezra was Misakin, that you have to go to a mikvah of 40 sa'a, in the Shita hold of Takanas Ezra, there's a leniency afforded called Tisha Kavin. What's Tisha Kavin? You can have nine Kavin of water, it's a couple gallons of water, poured on that person, and that also would be effective to be Mitzahir him. So, the first section we're going to discuss is exactly when is that leniency afforded. We'll see there's multiple variables that this will discuss. The second section of today we're going to discuss in terms of teaching Torah, if that leniency is afforded also. And in the final section we'll start a new mission at the bottom of Chafez Mabez regarding a person who remembered he was a Balkari in the middle of davening, in the middle of Torah, and distancing oneself from foul things. So Bez Hashem, let's get started. Tanara Banan, <coughs> again about 20 lines from the, t- from the bottom of Chafez Amud Bez. And the Brisa teaches as follows. Again, within the Shita of Takana Sezra, you need to go to the mikvah in order to learn Torah. So the Brisa says, That a Balkari who had nine kavin of water, Lacharit means Mayim She'uvin, we'll focus in on this later, meaning even drawn water, he'd be considered Torah. Now, Nachamish Gamzu, Gamzu, he whispered this to Rabbi Akiva, who was his student. It means he told him this leniency. You don't actually have to go to mikvah of 40 sa. Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva told over that leniency to his student, who was Ben Azai. And Ben Azai went and taught it to his students in the market, which means he publicized this matter. Now, there's actually a machlokis in Eretz Yisrael. What did Ben Azai do? Rabbi Yaisi Bar Av, Rabbi Yaisi Bar Zvida, these two shitas. Chadtani Shana, one says that Ben Azai taught it in public, meaning in a way that everybody would know this leniency. Chadtani Lochasha. And the other shita says that he whispered it, means he only told it over to his students in a private way, but not that the public should know this leniency. Mandatani Shana, now the one who said he taught it in a public format, Mishum Bittal Torah, Mishum Bittal Periya So, it's important to note that we're talking about Talmidei Chachamim, who are considered sickly. Very interesting. Rashi points that out later. Talmidei Chachamim are considered sickly, 
uh, the Gemara, it's based on a Gemara in Adarim, and therefore they would have such a leniency. As we'll see, this leniency of Tisha Kavin is appropriate for sick people. We'll get to that later. But why would it have been taught in a public format? Because he wanted people to know that you can cure the issue of a Balkari without going to the extent of going to a mikvah, because if people thought you have to go to a mikvah, then they would be mevatal Torah, meaning they would go out of their way to find a mikvah. Please, please take it, take it. And also, they would mevatal periyavarivya, which means the Torah scholars wouldn't have relations with their wives because they'd be concerned, I have to find a mikvah afterwards. Now that they know there's a leniency of Tisha Kavit, in just one second, they were lenient, so they'd have relations with their wives and then use that leniency. The other Shittu says, no, Ben Azai only whispered it, he kept it private as well. Because he didn't want that Talmud Chachamim would be around their wives like uh, roosters. Because he didn't want that they would be constantly with their wives, would eventually take them away from Torah study. So he wanted them to think, meaning the public at least, or the majority of people would think, you have to go to the mikvah. Only the few people would know that you can use Tisha Kav in this leniency, and those people would be careful anyways. What do you want to ask? Yeah. Before you ask any of these questions, we're going to discuss all these variables. Mamish is going to ask all the, this is the this is the and shas about it. Mamish. So now we're going to go a lot of shitas. Let's see. So so far we have is there's the Mikoris forty saw that seems to be the normative mikvah. Ben, that's what uh, Ezra was misakin. It's chafbeis uh, and about uh, fifteen lines from the bottom. Now we've introduced a new concept of tisha kavin, pouring nine kav. Okay. He said either it was publicized or not. Shamati, I heard I heard some people are lenient to only have nine kav of water poured on them to purify themselves to learn Torah. And I heard also that people are machmir to go to a mikvah for Isah. They call a machmir anybody that's machmir on this thing. <coughs> Just Rashi points out, we say mekilin. It's even in terms of going to a bathhouse. It would be the same idea. Going into a bathhouse, lechora, having nine kav of water poured on you, or a bathhouse, going into a bathhouse, which is not a mikvah bathsem, would be the same thing, essentially. We'll get to that later. Well, again, a bathhouse is not a mikvah water. So we'll get to this later also. But lechora, that's going to be a leniency of 40 sa, over 40 sa. But anybody that's machmir says the Gemara, he'll have long years. So if a person is a Balkari, again, whether he had relations, or he had some sort of a seminal emission outside of that, he has long years. Fine. Shubin Levi wondered, What's the nature of these people that go to the mikvah specifically in the morning? What do you mean, what's the nature? Rabbi Shuvan Levi was one of the Shittas who said a Balkari is not allowed to learn Torah. That's why they're going to the mikvah. What's your Shaila? This is what Rabbi Shuvan Levi meant to say. What he's saying was, why are they going to a mikvah of 40 saw? You can use the leniency of Tisha Kavin. Or Why are they going into the mikvah? You can utilize the leniency of having water poured on you. Take a shower or a bath for that matter. You don't have to go to the mikvah. That's what he was uh, asking about. This is where Rashi throws in because Stam Talmidi Chacham are considered sickly. So Rashi quotes Maseches Nedarim. Therefore, they would be allowed to use this, as we'll see, this leniency primarily seems to apply to sick people. We'll see. But the Gemara continues on the, the flow of assuming that this is actually something that is important. 40 saws. Amar Bichanina, Geder Gadol Gadruba. A great fence was created to keep it at 40 saw. Titania, the Kabraisa, illustrates. There was a fellow who 
propositioned a woman to have relations with him. Rashi learned she wasn't an Ashasi, she was a Pinuya, a single woman, but that's also Usr. It's interesting because Rashi here throws in because Chachamim were geyser on the Yichud of a Pinuya. You know, let us seclude yourself with a Pinuya. We're talking about relations with her, so even that, that would be the next level, but it's Usr either way. So Amr Lo, she said back to him, Reka, empty one. Do you have 40 so that you're going to be Tovel in? Miyad Pirish immediately is separated from her. You know, he, he was about to have relations with her, but now that he knew he'd have to go to the mikvah, so then he separated from her. That was so Gedder Gadol, it created a Gedder, it created a fencing so that she he wouldn't fall into this Avera. So it seems to be an important thing to be Makbid on. Rabbanan. said to the Rabban, Rabbis, Why are you mizalzal in this? Meaning, why don't you go to a mikvah properly? If it's because mikvahs are cold and it's, it's dangerous or it's hard to do, you can go into a warm, you can go into a warm bathhouse. Could you be toivel in chamin in a bathhouse? In bathhouse, that's not a mikvah. He said back, Ravada Barava Taka holds like you. It means you are, what you're saying is, is that it's ideal to go to a mikvah 40 son, but mainly you can't go to a bathhouse. Ravada Barava seems to hold like you as well, but there is also this leniency of Tisha Kavin or even Merchatzos, as we said, bathhouses, and therefore others are lenient. Rabbi Zera, one time, apparently he was tummy as a balkari, and he was sitting in a bathhouse, a tub of water in a bathhouse. So he said to his attendant, Go bring a vessel of nine kav and pour it on me. Now he's in a tub of water, and he's saying, Go pour nine kav over me. Why do, you, why do you need this, Rabbi Zeira? You're sitting in a bathhouse. You're sitting in a tub. Why do you need nine kaf poured on you? So Rabbi Zeira said back, We derive the principle of nine kavin from the principle of 40 sa'a. What's that? I hear, I hear that. The Gemara says, no, the nature of it is as follows. Mar saw just as when Ezra was Masak in 40 saw, it's specifically entering 40 saw, but not by having it poured on you, so in a similar way, the leniency of nine kavin is only where it's poured on you, not entering inside of it. So the fact that I'm in a tub of water doesn't help me. Rav Nachman established a vessel that was nine kavin that he would pour on the rabbis when they come to the base medrash every morning so that they could learn Torah, they could read the Torah, and there wouldn't be an issue. See, apparently held of this leniency. Tisha kavin, at least for the rabbis, they're considered sickly. It's permissible. Now, the Gemara has two versions now. This is where it gets into really this discussion. This leniency is applicable for sick people. So we're going to have two versions. of have Dimi and we'll have Ravin. Let's keep the Cheshbon here. <clears throat> well, probably it's because sick people, for them to go into cold would be dangerous okay. for them, etc. But like this, just to keep the variables we're going to have over here, we're going to have healthy people and sick people, and we're also going to have the word margil, which means somebody that brought carry upon himself, meaning he had relations with his wife, and onso, which means that an onus happened. So he jumped or he saw something, something caused him to have a seminal emission, but not that it was voluntary. So the Gemara says like this, Ki Asa Rav Dimi, when Rav Dimi came, Amr Rabbi Akiva of Rabbi Yehuda Glustera, so he said over Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yehuda Glustera, Amr, they said the following, The leniency of nine kavin is only, and this is du- double leniency here, where it's a sick person, as well as it was an onus, his seminal emission, his carry was 
involuntary. But even if he's sick, but he had regular relations, our boy saw he cannot utilize this leniency. He has to go to a proper mikvah. Amar of Yosef, it for Rav Nachman. So Rav Yosef said, if that's true, like Rav Dimi said, you've broken the vessel of Rav Nachman. Means Rashi says, Rav Nachman used to utilize his leniency for all the Talmidei Chachamim. It's not as common for a person to experience a seminal emission in an onus as much as because he had, no, as much as in a normative way of having relations with his wife. So you made it an extremely uncommon usage. You've broken the vessel of Rav Nachman. But Kiyasa Ravin, when Ravan came, Amar, he said, that there was a story in Usha, turning to Chafez Mudbez, at the entrance of the house of Rabbi Yoshaya, they asked Ravasi the Shaila, meaning, when can you utilize this leniency of Tisha Kavin? And Amar Lahui said to them, the nine Kavin leniency is even for a sick person who has regular relations. But he's lenient. But if it's a sick person and he experienced a involuntary seminal emission, you don't even need nine kav. You don't need anything. He's totally exempt. So we have his Ravdimi, who's a little bit more machmir. He says the leniency of nine kavin is by a sick person who has regular uh, who has. Uh, who has in, uh, involuntary. But if it's so he needs 40 saw. Ravin says he's more lenient. He says if it's actually he doesn't need anything. It's only that there's a leniency of Tisha Kavin. According to that second Shita, you've rebuilt or recongealed the vessel of Rav Nachman means you've reinstated that this is a common situation which is a sick person had regular relations that there's a necessity to utilize this leniency in a more common situation okay the Gemara says let's try to figure something out the way Tosfus learns is like this we have Takanas and Shas so sometimes we'll wonder what was the Takana exactly we don't have debates about that but here says Tosfus this is a common occurrence people have relations this is a normative thing what was the Takana, and how did this become obscure? How did this become unclear? That's basically what your question was before. So where's Michti? Let's see. Kula Everyone's arguing here regarding Takana's Ezra. Why don't we just look? What did Ezra establish? Forty-sa, nine kav, what are we talking about? So Amar Abayah, is the first terror. Abayah says like this. Ezra tikin labariya margil arboimsa. Ezra was misaki when it comes to a healthy person who had normal relations, he has to go to a mikvah for Tisha Ezra also was misaki a healthy person who had an involuntary seminal emission that he can utilize the leniency of nine kavin. Now, this machlokis rivdimi and ravin is in a scenario of a sick person. Meaning, what could we compare it to based on the original takana of Ezra? Marsov, our Ravdimi held, that a sick person who has regular relations is like a healthy person with regular relations. He has to go to a normal mikvah. And a sick person who has an involuntary emission is like a healthy person with an involuntary emission, which you can utilize the leniency of nine kav. Umar Savar and Ravin held So he's more lenient. He says, when it comes to a sick person that has normal relations, he's like a healthy person in the scenario of Ones, which means he can use the leniency of nine kaf. And when a sick person has an involuntary emission, he's totally exempt. So he was the most makel so far. So Rava. Rava says, I understand what you're saying, Abaye. I agree with you. Ezra was in the Sakin Tvila, 40 saw, you go into a mikvah. But Nesinami 
Takan, Ezra was not misakin anything to do with pouring water on somebody. So to say that he was misakin this concept of Tisha Kavin, that's just not true. He didn't say anything about Tisha Kavin. Omar Mar, because it was taught, Ezra taken Tvilu He was Misakin Tvila, going into a mikvah. So how can you say part of the Takana was in Tisha Kavan being poured on somebody? El Amaravas, rather Rava disagrees. And Rava says that's not the Pshat. Ezra taken Tvila Ezra was Misakin. If it's a healthy person who had normal relations, he has to go to a 40 saw mikvah. Later rabbis came, not Ezra. And they were Mesakin, If you have a healthy person who experienced an involuntary seminal emission, he can utilize this leniency of nine kav. For us, Amorai, and then the Amoraim later came, they were arguing about not a healthy person, about a sick person. That again, a sick person that has normal relations, like a healthy person with normal relations, 40 so. And a sick person is like a healthy person in the context of Oynes, you can utilize the leniency of Tisha Kavin. That a healthy person that has normative relations has And a sick person who has normal relations is like a healthy person. Did I skip? No, which means Tisha Kavani can utilize the leniency of nine kav. But if it's a sick person who had involuntary emission, he'd be totally exempt. Beautiful. So we have the shitas now. Amar Rava says Rava. the halacha is bari hamargil hamargil. Anytime there's normal relations, whether it's a healthy person or a sick person, are by himself. Before you learn Torah, you have to go to the mikvah, normal mikvah. A healthy person who has an oynes could utilize the leniency of Tisha Kavin. But if somebody is sick and he has the leniency of oynes, he is completely exempt. Now Rashi says something very important over here. Rashi says that this is Rava's Psak, but we don't pask in this way. And the reason is because we already said that Allah is like Rabbi which is Ein Divrei Torah Mekablan Tuma. Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchak Paskin like him, who's the Basra? He's the latter Shita. And Memela, we don't paskin necessarily. You need Tfila at all for Balkari before learning Torah. Moving on to the second section now. Now we're going to talk about. This was all in discussion of learning Torah. What about if you're going to teach Torah? So we'll see it might not be the same leniency as we apply of Tisha Kavin. Learning and teaching might be two different things. So Taner says the Brisa. Balkari shenasnu alav Tisha Kavin sa. Tisha Kavin, excuse me, mayim tahor. So Tanakama of the Brisa says, if you have a Balkari that nine kav of water was poured on him, he's tahor. However, says the Tanakama, when is this true? Only if he's learning Torah. But if he's teaching other people Torah, he has to go to a mikvah before teaching other people Torah. That's more serious. You need 40 saw in any scenario. Now we're going to have two arguments, one within the position of the Tanakama and one within the position of Rabbi Yehuda to clarify each shita. So we have five Amoraim like this. Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, that's one group. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Hanina. Sorry, two, two, four, four Amoraim, excuse me. So there's four Amoraim, and we're going to say is there's a debate in the Reisha, which is the words of the Tanakhama, and there's another Amoraic debate in the Seifa, in the words of Rabbi Yehuda. Chad Mehaizuga, Vachad Mehaizuga, Aresha. One of the first group and one of the second group of Amoraim debated the words of the Tanakhama. Vachad Omar. 
Did I skip? No. Chad Amar Hada Amr this that the Tanakama says. When is it true that the Tanakama says that you can re- rely on the leniency of nine kav is la'atzmo if you're learning by yourself? But to teach others, you need 40 sa'a. So there's a machlokis now. One of the Amoraim says, That's only when you're considered a sick person that had normative relations. So then you need 40 sa'a to teach others. But even to teach others, in a scenario that it was a sick person and an involuntary omission occurred, you can rely on the leniency of nine kav. The Chadam and the other Amora says within the Tanakhama's opinion, Whenever you're talking about teaching, even if it's so the most lenient situation, you always have to go to the mikvah first, the 40 saw. Okay, the Chad Mehazuga, the Chad Mehazuga, now a secondary machlokes, one of the Amoraim in the first group and second group, Asefa, they also argue on the words of Rabbi Yehuda. When Rabbi Yehuda said, Mikol Makom, what did he mean 40 saw in any case? When he said 40 saw across the board, what was he saying? What he was saying was, is that you need to go to a mikvah that's specifically in the ground. Meaning, the mikvah has to be built into the ground. But you can't be tovel in a mikvah that's utilizing a bathtub, exactly in kalim. The other sheet in Aviyam Nami, you can even utilize the leniency of having water inside of a tub. Exactly. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. Rabbi's words were mikol makom. So there has to be some inclusion, some leniency. So Bishlam Alamanda Amar Afilu Bekelim Hainu Diktani Rabbiuda Oimer Abayim Sami Kol Makom. The Shitu says you can ha- go tovel in water inside of a bathtub. So that's a leniency of Mikol Makom. Alamanda Amar Bekarka In Bekelim Lo. According to the other of the Amoraim, who says you can only go in the ground. So Mikol Makom Lasuyemai. What does Mikol Makom include according to Rabbi Yehuda? So the Gemara answers Lasuyemaiim Sheuven. The leniency is it has to be in the ground, but it could be drawn water. It doesn't have to be. Mikvah waters that are kosher elsewhere. Fine. Continues the Gemara. Rav Papa, Rav Huna, Breder of Yeshua, Rav Bar Shmuel, Kri Churifta, Adadi. So we had these three Amoroyim that were eating bread together. Now, it came to Birka Samazan. It used to be the Minog was that one person would say all of Birka Samazan and be Motzi everyone else. So there was a discourse as to who should be Yaitse everybody else. Amalir Rav Papa, Rav Papa said, I should make the Bracha. Because I was tummy as a balkari, and nine kav of water was poured on me. Beautiful. Amaluhu Rav Bar Shmuel. Rav Bar Shmuel said, who's the second of the Amaroyim, Tanina, our Mishnah said, The Brisa says that there's only such a leniency in terms of learning Torah yourself. But to be motzi others in Torah, to teach others Torah, or in this case, in the brachos, you need 40 sa. So you're trying to be motzi other people in Birka Samoz, and that's like teaching other people Torah. You're a shvach. We're not going to rely on you. Rather, you should rely on me, says Rav Bar Shmuel. It's a little bit love, Dafka Rashi learns, because I was Tame and I went to a mikvah of Arbaim Sa, so I'm more ideal. Rav Huna, Rav Huna said back to the other two Amoroyim, I should be Motzi everyone in Bracha, because I don't have either of your issues. I wasn't a Balkari, so I didn't have to have Tisha Kav, and I didn't have to go to a mikvah, and therefore I'm the more ideal person to be Motzi everyone else in Brachas. Now, the, the, we finish off here with Rabbi Chama Tavil B'mali Yom Pischa. Rabbi Chama, he would go specifically to a mikvah, a 40 saw, Erev Pesach, Lahaiti Rabbi Yedei Chayvasan. 
to fulfill the public in their obligation. So the Rishonimir speak out, the Ritzvah, the Tzlach speak out, in order to be motzi people in the mitzvah of the Brach of Halal that was going to be said, Leil Pesach, the night of Pesach, he would specifically go to the mikvah, which he wouldn't do elsewhere, otherwise he would... Uh, have test kavin poured on him. So he would specifically go because he was being motzi, others like teaching Torah. But veles hilchas kavase. Yomar finishes off and says, this is not the halacha. Now Rashi says, either it's not the halacha because just as for yourself, tisha kavin is sufficient. Also, Nisinas Tisha Kavan is also sufficient to be Motzi others. Alternatively, like we said already, we pass in the Kravita Ben Beseira, we don't even hold of this Takana for teaching or learning Torah altogether because ain't divrei Torah Mekabal and Tumah, and therefore we don't rely, we don't need it at all. A person can just learn or teach Torah even if they are a Balkari. That is the uh, bottom line here. Okay, fine. Let's continue. Zakta Hilga Mishnah. New Mishnah. Now we're going to discuss new halacha now. What we're going to discuss here is, if you have a Balkari who remembered in the middle of his davening, in the middle of his tefillah, that he was a Balkari, what should he do? And in addition, as it ties in, we'll also speak about not davening next to foul things and how far you have to distance. It's a big sugya. It says the Mishnah, If he was standing in the middle of Shmona Esrei and he remembered he was a Balkari. So, like we learned before, it's supposed to be Mahar here, not even supposed to be davening altogether. So, lo he shouldn't stop, he should shorten the brachas, meaning, say the beginning and end of the brachas, but don't say the middle of the brachas. Yarad Litvol, if he went down to be Toivel in the morning from Keri, Im Yachol, and then the Zman Kriyashma came. So, Im Yachol, Alois Luskasis, if he's able to get out of the water, cover himself in a proper way before Neitzachama, seemingly, and then say Kriyashma with Neitzachama, Ya'alav Yiskaseh V'yikra. So he should do that. V'imla, but if he's not able to, because it's almost the Neitzachama, Yiskaseh V'mayim V'yikra. So he could cover himself in the water up to his neck, and that would be sufficient to read Kriyashma that way. But the Mishnah says, V'lo Yiskaseh V'mayim Horoim. shouldn't cover himself with dirty waters. Rashi says there's a chesuri mechsera. There's a lacking in this Mishnah. We'll explain in the Gemara. mishra. The way it's really meant to be read is, and you couldn't, you can't say kriyashma next to or daven next to flax waters which are, are smelly. Until you put into them clean water. So we'll learn in the Gemara exactly what the chesuri mechsera works. How much do you have to distance from urine and from excrement in order to daven or say Krishma, Dalad Amos, four Amos? We'll see in the Gemara there's a chasuri mech, there's a lacking in the words of the Mishnah here. As Rashi points out, it really means to say you shouldn't read Krishma next to Meraglayim, next to Tsoa, and you have to distance four Amos in order to do these things near these foul items. So again, like the Mishnah, the Brisa elaborates on the Mishnah. If you remember, he was a Balkari middle of Tefillah, he should not uh, stop, he should just shorten the brachas. Meaning, say the beginning and end, not the, not the middle parts. If he was middle of Kriya Satsaira, and he remembered that he was a Balkari, so it was a he shouldn't stop and get out. So this is what this means, but either it means is he should say it quickly, slur the words, or he should just do it in a way that he doesn't have to extend what he's doing, but he could finish the aliyah. That's the implication. Rabbi Meir says he's not allowed to read more than three psukim. So based on the Rashi quotes the Gemara else from Megillah, that when you read the Torah, you can't read less than three psukim. It means he should just read three psukim and then stop. That's all he should be doing. There's another Bryce that teaches. Now, if a person was davening and then he realized, that Rishonim here learned, 
he, he had no idea that there was excrement near him before he began davening. And now he sees that there's excrement near him. So, he should move forward until the excrement is behind him four amos away. Specifically forward that it's behind him. And the parts of the Shemona Esri that he said, unknowing, totally not aware that there was excrement near him, he's yoitze. Okay? And asks the Gemara, but it says that you're allowed to go to the side also. It doesn't have to be moving forward. So, if it's possible to move forward, that's ideal. To the side, if it's not possible, like the Rishon, Rabbi Yonah speaks out, because if you want to face east, and the only way to face east and still be far almost away is to the side, then that's what you could do. Now, Again, if he was davening, and the Rishon would speak out of here, and he could have known that there was excrement, but he wasn't aware. So, he found excrement middle of his tefillah near him. So Amar Rabbah, within four Amos, Rabbah says, Even though he sinned, his tefillah is accepted. So Gemara says, But we know that the korban of Rishoyim is uh, disgusting. Taisvah speaks out over here. In a scenario where he could have been aware that there was tzoya in that place, that's not an accepted tefillah. Rather, Ravah says, Since he didn't have and he didn't, he could have known there was tzoya, he didn't take the time to figure that out. It's considered disgusting, and Taisvah speaks out over here. It's something either that's not fixable, but the Reese says he should daven again. So the point is, is that if he could have possibly known there was tzoya there, so then he's actually not Yitzha, whatever it is that he said. The Nafgamina would be, look around. If you have kids, I just mamish had this, this exact incident. I made Avdolam Shavis. The kid had a poop in her diaper from his mamish. That, that, that's that's the Chayr of the second case. I should have checked before. Yeah. First step is you check, exactly. But you know, right, but that. Uh, the smell, I don't know. It's not so posh. But the point is, that's mamish. I should have checked, and I, and I didn't check, and that's a problem. I will stop here at the bottom of Chafez and pick up tomorrow with Chaf Gimel. Everyone have a wonderful day.